0: Hello?
1: You Yo, what's good?
0: Yeah. Alright, are we rolling? Are we live?
1: Like, does everything sound right? Like, do, do yeah, I sound Yeah, you fine? sound
0: good. You sound good. Do I sound good?
1: Yeah. Perfect, perfect.
0: Alright, baby, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode one of the On The Clock podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Malky. Today, we're with, today we're with a good friend of mine, Giovanni Ramos. Thank you. Thank about, you. We're here to talk about our our beloved country, Team USA, USA in the Olympics coming up this summer, and we're here to rank the twelve national basketball players that they have selected to play for our country. So for me, I've I've set this up in a into three categories for these players. So the top six guys, so there's twelve guys here. So the top six were dudes who I really thought were deserving of this. And then like seven through ten, I'm like, they're good, but not my first choice. And the bottom two, 11 and twelve, I was like, all right, there could have been so much better people. <laughs> so you want to you want to just jump into it? And yeah, like, we should we should start from worst to best. That's how okay. we should do this. Okay. You want to go first, or should I go first?
1: Oh, uh, I don't. It's I don't know. your you know show. My,
0: you don't know my list. I'm excited to get into this.
1: Hey, you're the host here. I'll let you go first.
0: Alright, all right. So at twelve, the the bottom player, I said Kevin Love.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I said him too.
0: I, I said Kevin Love. No disrespect to the dude. This guy would be starting on any other country starting five. Yeah. I mean this dude, he had a down year. Like this dude he only played I did some He played twenty five games this year. That's the yeah. third worst in his career. He averaged I looked this up. He averaged 12.2 points a game. That is second worst in his career, only behind his rookie year, where he averaged 11.1. That's crazy. And I I know he was injured, whatever. It was a COVID year. He averaged the least amount. He didn't average. He he had the least amount of minutes per game in his career. I don't know the number, but it was was bad. That's what happens when you
1: lose LeBron and Kyrie.
0: Yeah, he was hurt. He had a down year. It was, I don't know why he made the team. Yeah, I want, I want to hear you talk about this guy.
1: Listen, I'm just saying, like, he's on a lifeless Cavaliers team. Like, Let's both be real with that. This yeah. Cavs team, I mean, they've got a bright future. Don't get me wrong with Sexland, but, you know. <laughs> they've Sexland. got a bright future, Sexland, but, you know, it's just Kevin Love, I don't know. He just doesn't fit into that, and... All I gotta say is twenty-five games. That's my answer. Everyone yeah. else on this list played four, fifty-four, or er, apart from Kevin Durant, but everyone else played fifty-plus games. And then you uh-huh. have this guy that plays half of that mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. a horrible year. So I think that's just kind of you know a twelfth option.
0: Yeah, I feel like I have. I feel like I haven't seen this dude play in like at least a year.
1: Yeah, he's kind of just been, been like you know, lost like, in the crowd. I mean, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, so I we're on the same page for number twelve. Yeah, good. I want to hear you say number 11 first.
1: Nelson, my, okay, so my 11th choice here, obviously is not biased because if it was biased, this guy would be number one, but mm-hmm. I went with Draymond Green at 11.
0: Ooh, okay, okay. Now
1: listen, um, I think statistically and obviously on, on the court presence, that's a different story, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. get into that because that's a biased answer. Anyways, mm-hmm. statistically talking here, this man averaged seven points and he had yeah. so many minutes this year. <laughs> How are yeah. you not gonna shoot the ball more uh-huh uh-huh but one thing that I will give him is that he had um the fourth most assists per game with eight point mm-hmm. nine and hey he's a playmaker and this team needs playmakers and we weren't trying to you know beat down countries that don't have running water so <laughs> yeah yeah um I honestly Kevin loves the only outlier I see on this list everyone mm-hmm. else like these dudes can ball so like yeah
0: uh-huh. from eleven
1: up. I'm proud of what team we've assembled. Yeah. But I got Draymond. I, I agree
0: with you with Draymond, and I'll talk about him when I get there. I don't have... I This is the first where we disagree a little bit. I don't have Draymond at 10. Uh, my number 11 is... I, I said Jeremy Grant. Okay. I okay. said Jeremy Grant at 11. He... This was definitely his breakout year. You know, I, coming into this year, I'm going to be honest, I didn't know who Jeremy Grant was. <laughs> I mean, this dude... In the beginning of the year and I mean most of the year, this dude balled. He was incredible. You're right. He was great, right? Mm -hmm. But if you're looking at team USA, this dude didn't even make the all-star game.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, dude, like he's like he's kinda coming into this with absolutely no experience. Uh Uh-huh.
0: They said I don't know who said it, but it was like they picked Kevin Love because of his his like experience and his veteran movies. expertise. Jeremy Grant, if there was a rookie on this team, Jeremy Grant's the rookie. Yeah. He's the newest to this. He's like coming in like I wouldn't be so he's like the freshman. He's like the freshman. Kevin I, Kevin Love is a senior. Yeah. So I think he's just the newest. You know, he's he's new to this whole thing. You know, I think there could have been someone better. Like even just a better player. He's a baller, he's a, don't get me wrong. But yeah those those Jeremy Grant and Kevin Love, those were my two outliers. And then, yeah, that's all, man. Those okay. were my bottom two guys, for sure.
1: So, I had a 10. I had Jeremy Grant, and I put him, okay. at, I put him above Draymond. Uh-huh. Um, because, again, it was his breakout year, and I'm not going to hmm. underlie that. Um, He carried a lifeless Pistons team. Everyone thought yeah. they would be the worst team in the league. They were not the worst team in the league, but they were one of the worst teams in the league. Um
0: yeah. and a number one overall pick,
1: <laughs> exactly. So thanks for they looking up for the fans. Team. They
0: um, were a bottom three team.
1: Yeah. Um. But no, I th- I think that his what he can bring to the team USA is he can bring in like you know that new generation style. All those yeah, other guys, are yeah, probably, yeah, maybe like D Book and Tatum. Kinda all
0: those other, like other guys who they,
1: like they've been in the league for a while.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like what they did with the the FIBA tournament with all the younger guys.
1: Yeah.
0: And at the number 10 spot on this list, it's like, I have Draymond at 10. So it's not like we're. So so we mismatched. Yeah. Yeah. We flip flopped. Yeah. 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 So all the points that you said about Draymond, like, I agree. Like, he's, he's one of the older guys, you know, but, and I think he's just genuinely a better player than Jeremy Grant. You know, I think, I think he can, he can do stuff that other players can't. Like oh, he,
1: his his vision at the four position exactly like unmatched. This
0: dude, this dude, what his main position is? What you're the Warriors fan? Was he? He plays the four.
1: He plays the four, and occasionally he'll seven at the five.
0: This dude gets more assists than most average players, and he's a four-five guy on the court.
1: He averaged more assists than Lillard, Bradley Beal. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Like that's that's
0: that's great. Like that's sick on a team that's mainly scores. Like I'm looking at this, the list, the top seven guys I have are primarily scores.
1: Yeah, you need like someone that. who's gonna distribute. This is the scary. Ball. Oh, oh yeah, God, I, I can see him shine.
0: Like oh yeah, any, any of these twelve guys would start on any, any other, other, country. other country's roster. Yeah, hundred percent.
1: So we're not downgrading these guys. We're just comparing no, no, them to yeah. other elite.
0: Competitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, number nine. You want to go first? Um, yeah, I'll go. So I got, and I
1: don't know if you're gonna call us a sleeper pick or not, but I went Chris Middleton. Now listen, Ooh, okay. So although his team is in the finals, I'm not gonna make this list recency biased. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, he is the number three option on a championship team. Mm-hmm. I would say that Giannis is the one, Drew is the two. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'll glee that to my other point of who I have on this list. Um, I had Chris at the nine. Um, I just think that he's pretty consistent. But these other eight dudes, I think, are just simply better than him. I don't really Mm -hmm. have much backstory on Chris Middleton. I just think that he's a scorer. Um, He's just the main – he's just the, you know, your go-to scorer. He can't create his own shots. Mm -hmm. He's not a a shot creator. But,
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I put him at the nine. I put Chris at the nine.
0: Bro, are we are we thinking on the same wavelength here? I got Chris Middleton at nine too. Oh no way! I was like, I was thinking this dude. He reminds me of like, Clay Thompson. This dude catch and shoot, bro.
1: He knows his he he knows his role, and he plays. Yeah. It and he, he does knows it what effectively. he's good
0: at. He doesn't try and do too much. Like he's on this team. Like obviously Chris Middleton's an all star, but on this team, he's a role player. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I don't like the Bucks. I hate the Bucks. <laughs> if you guys don't know, I'm I'm the I'm a Nets fan. GM's we know what happened. Warriors fan. I got a I got a sour taste in my mouth for the for the Milwaukee Bucks. And we're gonna we're gonna this might be Real? a spoiler, but after this next one, we might get to another Bucks player for me. Um <laughs> I just I, I I don't like the Bucs, but I can appreciate him enough to know that he's the exactly. best player on this team. He's good at what he does. And he doesn't really try and do anything else. He's a good player. He's a solid player. Like, this is nine. This is, like, middle of the road. These are good players. Exactly. These are all-stars. All so, right. You can go into the next one. You can go into the next one. I I spoiled it a little bit. But at number eight, I have Drew Holiday.
1: Dude, this is weird. This is weird. I put
0: Drew at eight. No way.
1: I'm being serious. I'm Dude, I'm being
0: so serious. All right. All right. So, Drew Holiday, he's one of the best defensive guards in this league, if not the best. I mean, this team needs some defense. Like, the top five dudes, bro, they're all offense. Top six yeah. dudes, they're all offense. They're one-way players. Exactly. But this team One-way some... three-level scorers, though. Yeah. Yeah, this team needs some defense. I've seen this defense right in front of my eyes at the end of the Game 7 of the Nets game underhand. Oh. It was rough. It was rough, but I can – I'm I'm happy I can be rooting for him with Team USA. Any other situation, I wouldn't be. But this dude's this dude's great on defense. He knows his role too. Like he's not going to be someone who's pulling up from three, pulling up from the forty range mark. Like he knows what he's good at.
1: All right, so I also had him at eight, and I only (laughs) the only reason why I had put him above Chris Middleton is because of his um. this defensive mind—he's a defensive-minded player, and that's mm-hmm. hard to combine this generation of just purely scoring as like what wins NBA games. Mm-hmm. I had him above Chris Milton for his defensive-minded, and he's defensive-minded. And if you take, if you compare this Bucks team to last year, nothing mm-hmm. really changed except for one thing, and that's Drew Holiday. And I think that he's the X factor that that Bucks team needed, which mm-hmm. is the sole reason that I put him above Chris Milton. Statistically, yeah. they're kind of neck and neck. But it's just Drew Holiday has a higher PER by nearly two percent, and that shows mm-hmm. he's you know he's the man in Milwaukee. Him and Giannis.
0: Uh huh. So
1: I had I had him at eight.
0: His his defensive presence is going to be valued in this series. Like there's nobody on this team. There's none none of the other guards can defend like Drew
1: Holiday. They're no they're not three and D players. Exactly exactly. All right, so let's seven, see if who we can you keep have.
0: this. Let's see if we can keep this going. Who do you have okay. at seven?
1: Um. So I had um. Uh. You know, another defensive minded player, and I'll let you say your piece after. But another defensive minded player, I put Ben Madibayo. Um. So I think what made him uh, above these other guys is because he's also six nine. He's quite big, but mm-hmm. he can space the floor. And now, uh, what I mean by space the floor, not because he's a knockdown shooter, but yeah. just his efficiency on the court. I mean, his PER was 18th in the league at nearly 23%. Um, Average near 19 points, nine rebounds. And he also had five assists. And mm-hmm. I just think that he's a, a defensive anchor. And people said this last year, and this isn't recency bias, but his finals run last year with the Heat was spectacular. I mean, that block defensive plays Tatum, that he would make on Tatum, like that's, uh, that's just one example. That's iconic. His defense like his defensive presence is what gives teams offensive buckets. And I put mm-hmm. him that high because he's surrounded by pure scores. And I think he'll
0: strive. Good defense becomes great offense.
1: So that's why I put him at seven. I don't know who you have, but
0: Alright, number seven. It's unfortunate I had to put him here because he was a baller for me at fantasy basketball. <laughs> He held down the five most of the year. I got Bam out of Bio. No way. I think I think Bam this summer in the, against most of these other countries, he's gonna pop, bro. He's gonna be incredible because if you look at this roster, he's really the only pure center. He's really the only pure center. Yeah, Draymond, I feel you on that. Four or five, like he's the only dude whose primary position is the five. So they're gonna rely on him a lot. There's a there, there's a good chance he starts. Oh, yeah. Because his, his, be his other competition energy. is, uh, especially
1: Draymond, but exactly. Draymond's six seven six six, you can't run them at the 5. Because that you these foreign players, they lanky. And I don't know if yeah. Draymond's Or keep and up with Draymond's old.
0: Bam is going to give them the American treatment. Just yes, lock sir. down the paint. Nothing Someone nice. Getting in. You explained it really good. I mean, I just, I think based on like a, where he can, it's just like a boom or bust. Like I think he could, he has, dealing this summer to just be great. Like exactly. he has a really big role, the starting five position, and really like he could be playing that position most in most games. He's gonna be in that position, like unless Draymond moves to the five to give him some break. That's gonna be his role throughout a uh, course of a game. Like that's him, bro.
1: Exactly.
0: He's he not he too walk that down.
1: He he doesn't do too much on offense. I mean, yeah. Oh, although he does average nineteen points, I mean, he he really just takes shots inside the paint. He doesn't. He's not flashy on offense, which is hard to come by because he's a true yeah. big man. He's not a modern day big, and that's mm-hmm. also hard to come by because you know basketball nowadays is revolved around everyone needs to shoot. We need a five at every play. Um, uh
0: huh. So yeah. So, number six, these are now. This is this is we're going into a region for me. Like, this is the the last grouping for me. These are dudes who are like, I think, really deserving of these positions. Yeah, certified buckets. Yeah. At number six, this is this dude. I love this dude. This is one of my favorite players in the league. I took him in the second round of my fantasy draft, and it sucks I have to put him here because he was great for me. At number six, I have Bradley Beal. Oh, I want to hear this. I think he's great. Offensively, he's great, right? It's okay. just on defense, it's like... like, And at times, he can be a little inconsistent. Like his three-pointer, it's good. It's not great. His defense is fine. It's not great. But he's scoring. Like, other than shooting threes, he's good, right? Shooting, not really a strong suit. Defense... Yeah, but he's like, he's an ISO, you need a bucket, he's a bucket getter, right? Okay. He's a, like, you need a bucket late game, he can get you a bucket. Like, he can create his own shot. He's like a, he's not like the seven-foot demon, the demigod Kevin Durant, right? He's no (laughs) Kevin Durant. He can get a bucket, right? Okay. But I just think the dudes ahead of him are better at what they do. They're better players. Yeah, I love I love Bradley Beal. It sucks to put him there, but I think the top five players are just a little better.
1: So I I don't know if we're on some voodoo stuff right now, but I also had Bradley
0: Beal there. No I just wanted to way! Hear what you were
1: gonna say about him? I'm so I'm being so serious.
0: So I'm I'm gonna be honest. I had Bradley Beal at the five spot last second. I changed him down to six. Okay.
1: I mean I you kind of said everything I, I was going to say. He's an mm-hmm. offensive superstar. Yeah. You got to be able to play some sort of defense.
0: He he can he came second, right? In scoring in like what was yeah. it? He scoring was he was he was yeah. The averaged
1: uh, the second amount of points. And yeah, we it was know like who 31 was point
0: first. something, right?
1: Yeah, it was 31.3.
0: That's um, incredible.
1: So when you look at that 30 points a game, that's insane, mm-hmm. but then. 4.7 rebounds and 4.4 assists. The rebounds I don't really care about because the man is six foot three. I'm not expecting mm-hmm. him to bring down six or seven rebounds a game. But the 4.4 assists, if you're going to be a the number one scoring option, and you're gonna you're the main ball handler, you got to have more than four point assist. 4.4 assists. Uh-huh. uh-huh. He's not a playmaker, which isn't a yeah. bad thing. He can score. He can shoot the ball pretty well. But again, inconsistency that that has mm-hmm. a big role. So. I you kinda of said everything I was gonna say, so I've got him a six.
0: My the dude's a pure scorer. Like he gets the ball in his hand, there's a high chance he's shooting it. Oh yeah. All right. You go you you say five. So
1: um I try to get away from recency bias. I keep saying that word because, uh-huh. you know, it could affect this list. Mm-hmm. I had Devin Booker at the five. Now Ooh. listen. Okay. Um his stats don't look pretty, but if you watch the man play basketball, he plays basketball tremendously. And the four other guys above him, I just think that they do some stuff a little bit better than him. But D-Book, I mean, how old is he? How old is he? 24,
0: 25? Yeah, he's young.
1: He's young. So he's definitely got room to improve. I mean, he's been in the league for five years now or four years mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a leader. And that's why yeah. I have him at the five. That's why I put him above Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal's not a leader, but D-Book's a yeah. leader. And mm-hmm. he's been with the Suns through thick and thin. Um, he can score. 4.3 assists doesn't say much, but I know that guy's a playmaker. He can get people open. Um, mm-hmm. PER also says a lot. I mean, apart from Chris Paul, he's, you know, a big part in the Suns winning. Him, DeAndre Aiden, you know, them 3 Um mm-hmm. I think that Devin Booker is more consistent than Bradley Beal if we're comparing the two. Oh yeah. I just think he's if you want to build a team, I think you'd rather have Devin Booker just also because size. He's also six <laughs> six. Yeah, so that's why I got Debo at the five.
0: All right, we're finally we're finally not on the same page here. Oh. At number five. I got the two-time dunk champ Zach. Ooh. Levine. Okay. This is this is another player like. Like Jeremy Grant, who's on the come up, right? This okay. dude in the last year or two has the game a lot, immensely. Like when he was going off in dunk contests with Aaron Gordon, he was known as the dunker, right? Exactly. He's improved his game to be able to shoot the three. He's competing in three-point contests now, right? Yep. He's 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 an athletic freak. Like I'm sure this dude can. To still throw down three sixty windmills with ease, right? Yeah, but he he's evolved his game. No way that like in like in ways that Bradley Beal couldn't, right? Like mm-hmm. he's more mm-hmm. athletic than Bradley Beal. He's more athletic than Chris Middleton. He's a versatile gadget that the, that Pop can throw in at the the one, the two, the three to play any position and fill whatever role they need. Greg Popovich is gonna have so much fun with Zach Levine this summer throwing him wherever he wants. This is another dude that can just get a bucket, right? Exactly. He can, he can pull from three. He can drive. Oh, we his know he's got the range. He's a, a menace. He's a menace.
1: He's a demon. He's still got he on that man. demon. time. out that demon When he, when he yeah. goes to the hoop, you know he's there with bad intentions. He's, he's there gonna, to hurt the rim.
0: Yeah. He's driving to the rim. He's just going to yam on some random Serbian dude, and he's just going <laughs> to mean mug him, and it's going to ruin his career.
1: Have seen him do that before.
0: Yeah. All right. So you said you said Booker was at the five. I had yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I, at the four for me, I had Devin Booker at the four. Okay. This is for the same reasons you said this dude's a leader. This dude's a bucket getter. This dude just gets W's. Knock on he stays, wood. Winning. On he stays winning on and off the court. He stays winning on and he's off just the court. On and off the court, man. He gets W's. Like, knock on wood, he's about to win his first championship. I hope so. I'm praying on it. <laughs> I mean, this dude, mid range game, this dude barely misses. Barely oh, he's misses. Oh, it's filthy. This dude's warm up routine is like nothing I've ever seen. Dude, you know, he's you know locked in. He's
1: so locked in.
0: Yeah. You know the dude, Omar, who runs yeah, House Park? Highlights? Yeah. The dude is. I don't like Omar, but he's always courtside filming Devin Booker, dude. Some of the stuff he does is insane. He I does did some, something he I've, did some I've like never water seen. Water bag workout thing—it was incredible. And then he just goes and shoots the ball like it's nothing. Like his work ethic. I, I, Stephen A. Smith said it best: "This dude's the next Kobe Ryan. I believe that.
1: I, I could definitely see the resemblance in his game. I mean. So I we we flip flopped here. We did that earlier. Um, yeah. with Drew Hall and Chris Milton, I put Levine at the four.
0: Okay. Um. So we have the same top three.
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. Again, um, I'm talking about D Book here. Um, he has a unique workout routine, and Omar. I saw Omar make a video on it on Instagram, and he does these. He'll take long strides of lunges and then he'll lunge into a mid-range shot, and apparently it increases him coming off of off ball screens mm-hmm. and then finishing up high off of his calves, which mm-hmm. apparently elevates his, like, jump shot. Mm-hmm. There's a-, a sick science behind it, which just shows how much he's dedicated to the game. Um, you know. But I had Levine at the four, Pretty much the same reasons. Only reason um, mm-hmm. I had him above the book was... Um, Statistical wise, he beats him in every mm-hmm. single stat. Yeah. Also, Zach Lavine's—he's the number one guy on this team. d book. I mean, that's up for debate. Him or CP3, who's the number one guy? But uh-huh. I just suppose lavines is a little bit more of a leader.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: No one expected this man from his Minnesota days, <laughs> hey, from it, yeah, it. went uh, over the windmill free throw line dunks to you know shooting beyond thirty foot. shot. So becoming right an all star. And he's an all star, yeah. Um, he's got to
0: get off the Bulls, though. He's got to yeah. get off the Bulls. He ain't winning. He ain't winning nothing on the Bulls.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I think on that note, we'll move into the top three.
0: All right. I want to. I want to hear you say your three first.
1: So you go three, two, one, or should we go three, three, two, two, one, one?
0: We'll we'll both say our three, and then our two, and then our one. Okay. It's the same way we've been doing it. So
1: at the three position, I had uh-huh. Damian Lillard. Oh, for okay. the Portland okay. Um, I just think that the other two guys on the roster, I will leave them nameless for now. I just think mm-hmm. that they're better than him in different aspects of the game. Uh-huh. Um, Again, I'm not going to discredit Damian Lillard, although it hurts. But, um... Man, he's a leader. He's efficient. He can shoot from beyond three-point <laughs> range. Um... He's attempt. He's uh, shot limitless threes, the highest percentage in the league. Some some percentage. I forget what it is. I think it's thirty something. Um, beyond. Um, I think it's like thirty five plus feet. He shoots thirty mm-hmm. percent. It's crazy. He's got range. He's a playmaker. Um, average seven and a half assists. Um, and his per was ninth in the league, which shows how useful he is to his team. Um, I think that goes without saying. We all know Damian Lode is Portland's um savior. He's the led them to many the playoff runs, but then again, he's got to go.
0: He's uh, keeping them relevant. Other guys, he's keeping them relevant.
1: Yeah, he's got to go though. Like if he wants to get some, if he wants to win, he's got to get out of Portland. Yeah. CJ's not the man meant for the two guard. No. But I'm not gonna you know crap on the uh, Trailblazers. We're here <laughs> to talk about the excellence of Damian Lode's game. Um, uh-huh. I just think he's consistent. That's why I'm in the top three. I just think he's better Mm -hmm. um, than everyone else just because of his scoring ability and his leadership and his playmaking skills.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree with you. But at the three spot, I have Jason Tatum. Ooh. And here's why. Jason Tatum's game, he resembles a mini LeBron, right? A mini LeBron. He's not LeBron. He's not there yet. One day, hopefully, I think he can get there. He's on the younger side, right? He's This dude's so good. This dude's so good. But I think the top two guys, for me personally, do things. Their game, I enjoy their game a little bit more. Jason Tatum is an all-around solid player. There's nothing I would say about Jason Tatum that you don't really like, right? Okay. But, But there's something about the number two guy that I love a lot more than anything that Jason Tatum does. Jason Tatum does everything good. There's nothing in my head that I would say Jason Tatum does bad, Right. Okay, he is he is a, he's a, he's already a superstar in this league. That just goes to show you how good this Team USA team is. The number three on guy, the number three guy, would most likely be the best player on any other team in the league. That's in the in, league. In, in, in no, in, in the in the Olympics. Oh yeah, like Jason Tatum would be the star on any other country's team.
1: The fact that we're talking him at the three spot is just crazy.
0: Yeah. I agree with uh, this was tough. Number one, number three and two were tough. They're definitely interchangeable. And at the two spot I have Damian Lillard. This dude is a sniper. This dude is a sniper. What right, he that goes did, without
1: saying. That goes without saying.
0: Dang what, he did to, what he did to my Brooklyn Nets in the bubble, <laughs> it was heartbreaking. I, I hate still to see I, it. I, I I still remember how I felt because I remember the Brooklyn Nets won that game. The 8-0 Suns, the bubble Suns would have made the playoffs, and it would have oh. been great. Devin Booker, or not Devin Booker, Damian Lillard, dude, he pulled up from the logo. It, it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking.
1: He shows no mercy. Any this NBA dude, organization that he goes up against, he's yeah. got intentions of showing them no mercy, and having it's absolutely no regards for what dude, their plans are.
0: This dude, their team USA is gonna be playing like from playing like Australia or something like that. He's gonna pull up from the logo. It's gonna go in. It's gonna be like nothing. Any Australian, anyone from Lithuania, Canadian, nothing they've ever seen is gonna be able to guard Damian Lillard. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch and pull up on all these these Mexicans, these English guys. Like I don't even know. They don't know what's coming. They better watch a whole they lot
1: don't. of tape. So my right. two position again, mm-hmm. we swapped. So we both have the same number one guy and I think that would be the number one guy on any other person's list. Uh-huh. Unless they don't watch basketball. I had Tatum at the two. I only put him above Lillard just yeah. because Tatum can do more than just score. He can play yeah. defense. He can rebound. He's bigger, but then again that's you know, Lillard can't control that. Mm-hmm. Um
0: well, yeah, it, it, I have
1: nothing else to say. You, James
0: he does everything good. It's the only reason I put Dame higher is because I love Dame's aspect of the game where he can just pull up from anywhere. He's like, I, in my opinion, I think Steph Curry is the best point guard, but he's a close second or third guy because he can he can do what Steph can do. He can just pull up from anywhere, and also he's the most clutch player. Uh eh, maybe not the close clutch. I think the I think the number one guy might be up there in the clutch list. But he okay. Damian is up there on the list too. He can he can hit a shot when you need a shot at the end of the game. All right. Number one. So unanimously Unanimous. number one dude
1: on this team. Easy money sniper Katie Trey Five. The
0: best NBA player, the best basketball player in the world. I'll die saying that. <laughs> he is the best player. Currently, what is the date? Jam- July 8th, July 9th. July 9th. Kevin Durant is the best basketball player in the world.
1: And listen, although he played 35 games this year, he's coming off a torn uh, ACL, a torn Achilles. The same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this man, he came up and he got buckets. I mean... We we everyone in the world saw his game yeah. seven performance, uh-huh. and he can't control that. I mean, that's him going up against an NBA final contender team, giving yeah. it all. Um, mm-hmm. without a doubt, he, though, he's a three level scorer. He's the best scorer of all time, yeah. and there's a difference between the best and the greatest. Uh-huh. That's a different discussion but that we could possibly talk about later.
0: Mm-hmm. The like, man's
1: a bucket. I mean,
0: no Kyrie Irving. You had the worst half of James Harden playing with, it, with his best of hamstring. He couldn't shoot in OT of Game 7. Kevin Durant single-handedly put the team, the franchise, on his back. None of the role players could have stepped up in that situation, in that overtime situation. Durant was the only one that could have handled that responsibility. He is the best player on this team, and in this 12-man team, and he's the best player in the world. The way he can score so effortlessly, it, it, it's, it's art. It's gorgeous to watch. Any, ba- any NBA fan, any basketball fan can appreciate the way that Kevin Durant plays the game. Defenders can't guard this guy. He's seven feet tall. What are you meant to do? Yeah, he's a seven-footer that can score from anywhere on the court. And moves and like a point guard. Yeah. He can play any position. He can score from anywhere. He was bred for this. He was built for basketball.
1: Literally nothing you can say to discredit this man. He can get you a bucket whenever and wherever. Doesn't matter. It could be thirty. It could be thirty-five feet out. He'll get you a bucket. It could be around the rim, and you know he'll finish with contact. He'll finish in traffic. Uh huh. All
0: right, dude. We made it. They,
1: they got, they got to get this gold. They better chase that gold.
0: gold. The only thing that could potentially stop them is Luca. Just Luca Magic. Luca might, if the only way Luca beats Team USA is if he drops 60. 60 point triple double.
1: I don't know anybody else
0: on that. Slovenia, whatever it is. Slovenia, yeah. They got Luca.
1: That's all they need.
0: Yeah. All right, man. Episode one of the On the Clock podcast is going to come to a close. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. It was definitely fun. It's going to definitely be fun to watch these guys all come together. And whoop some countries this, this summer. It's definitely going to be interesting. Definitely going to be fun oh, yeah. from a basketball fan's perspective. To get to see some of the best players in the world come together. Lay some hate. Drop 150 points a game.
1: <laughs> it's exciting. I'm excited.
0: It's going to be fun. It's definitely going to be fun. We got All that right. in the finals. Yeah, Basketball's got, got, looking good right now. game three coming up in a couple of days. That's on Sunday. A lot to look forward to as a basketball fan.
1: Yeah, I'm stoked! All right, dude.
0: That's I think that's a wrap. I
1: hey, appreciate you for having me, and sure. uh, hope that wasn't that you know on. the last time.
0: Yes, sir. Definitely, definitely not. Definitely not. We'll definitely have you back.
1: Appreciate appreciate y'all for tuning in, and as always, we're on the clock. Talk about whatever you want. And yeah,
0: yeah, that's a wrap. He's out. Peace.